0: Welcome to WOMA's podcast series with this edition of, in case you missed it, highlights from the Western Occupational Health Conference, WOC 2020, Inspire and Interact, held virtually September 24th through the 26th, 2020. WOMA is the Western Regional Component of the American College of Occupational and Environmental Medicine. The WOMA Education Committee members involved in planning this podcast have no relevant financial relationships to disclose, and neither does our speaker. Here we present a highlight from Leading Through Crisis with Dr. Stephen Beeson. Dr. Beeson is a nationally recognized author, board-certified family medicine physician, and speaker focused on improving clinician and healthcare leadership excellence for medical groups and hospitals across the country. He is the founder of the Clinician Experience Project, an application-based learning community at practicingexcellence.com. He can be reached at Stephen at practicingexcellence.com. Here are a few take home points from his live question and answer session with audience members.
1: Thank you. It, it's good to see all of you. I felt like I was watching a morning radio show <laughs> with uh, Ellen and Sherry and Tony. So you guys got uh, quite the vibe going on uh, with the group. So uh, it says a lot about your your culture and and just the power of friendships and being there for one another and caring about one another. and. Uh, in, in leading through crisis, that's probably the most important thing. And as we thematically sort of set a little bit of context as we begin to crowdsource solutions to approaches to these crazy circumstances we're in, uh, I both feel it from your questions and your comments and your input on how we get better together. Um, I think one central theme that I, hopefully if you heard my talk is about uh, creating an internal locus of control, uh, meaning we can choose how it is that we're going to respond to the circumstances that we're in. Uh, and as a famous quote said, and as my, uh, I remember my daughter says to me all the time, uh, who's now married, which is a whole nother topic. But anyway, uh, she said, you know, life is uh, 10% what happens to you and 90% how do you respond? And just the, the sense of control. And I referenced in the talk, dominion that we can create, excellence where we are by the influence that we create and how we make the lives of those that we serve better how do we bring the best of those that we lead how do we continue to focus on the purpose of our work Uh, and and how do we how do we transition from looking at the horizon uh, of very knowingly difficult circumstances and transition that to how can i make the world better where i am on the things that i can control Uh, because I think when we continue to worry about things that are beyond our immediate influence is a source of dissonance and distress and worry. And as we say, life is short (laughs) and it can't suck. Uh, and, And part of finding joy, purpose, and contentment is a transition from this crazy external circumstance to as a mother, father, brother, sister, friend, colleague, clinician, leader, what can I do and what actions can I take to make the lives of those that I'm around better and knowing that a basic fundamental human need and condition is to be able to make a positive impact in the world and if we were to pass the microphone around to say me, to ask you what's your best moment you've ever had as a leader, what's the best moment you've ever had as a clinician, it's never about clinical sequelae, it's never about the heroic clinical intervention, it's always about a relationship and an impact that you are immensely proud of that allows you to be the person that you envision for yourself. And as I always say, uh, when, I, when I talk to clinicians, um, there's no clinician that after finishing their training says to themselves, you know, 20 years from now, my hope and dream for myself is to be enormously cynical, negative, and impossible to be around. <laughs> they look at themselves, they go, God, who am I? So, you know, a, a big part of adaptive response is, is internal locus of control uh, being available for your team? Uh, relying heavily on the purpose and the mission of the work that you do. Uh, to look out for one another, to care for those beside you, and and you know even in our own company, you know say two or three times a week you're going to text your teammate and just check in. How are you holding up? How are you feeling, And how are you doing? Have forums for us to be able to share our struggles, so that weird thoughts inside your head about why am I feeling so why am I struggling so? And then you realize that everybody else is struggling the same way. There's, there's, there's a lot of uh, countermeasure to despair and burnout just by virtue of uh, having an Avenue to be able to talk and communicate with each other. So with that um, also an announcement I sent within the chat, uh, a link that I had, I had a bunch of requests come privately saying, Hey, where's that article on uh, team athletes predicting how attendings rated their, 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 actually ENT surgeons at Wash U. So I sent that link uh, in the chat box. Uh, it was published in uh, JAMA, got quite a bit of lay press. So with that as a background context, um, uh, would love to, uh, uh, let, let's, let's just, I'm gonna warm you up a second, just, just, to, get, just to get that bi-directional <laughs> communication. Open up your chat, open up your chat real quick, everybody, and just drop in your favorite movie. Favorite movie, everybody in, chat, 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 drop in your favorite movie, and let's get this going, and then we'll begin to, uh, Tombstone, oh, so solid. I'll be your Huckleberry.
2: Ah. <laughs> favorite line.
1: Yeah, favorite line, and yeah, Val Kilmer has not been the same since then, but he's making a little bit of a comeback.
0: Hey, good morning there. Um... I was just wondering, do you have any recommendations or tips to provide these, uh, you know, the emotional impact that one has to -to face-to-face, the inspiration, um, the feelings uh, behind these leadership ideas, you know, through text or or email? Um, I I know that's not going to be the primary way to to do it, but, you know, you may need a supplement in between. So I was just kind of wondering your thoughts on that
1: that's it's a a great thing i mean everybody's looking you know one of the one of the big predictors of effective leadership in crisis is robust personal authentic communication i and and communication is what the organization is doing to respond to the crisis we're in and checking in on teammates checking in on on each other and and there's nothing like a face-to-face you know conversation um we have found just, you know, and, and again, I have, I have a group of about 20 people in, in our company, and is that text communication um, uh, has been a very powerful way to create personal connectivity that is specific for, you know, individual, you know, teammates. Uh, and just a just query, I wanna see how you're doing today. I was thinking about you today. Uh, I know you've got a big project and you're homeschooling and, <laughs> <laughs> and your clients are never, you know, are, are off and running and doing other things. And I, and I know it's been a hard time. I just want to check in and see how you're holding up. Um, and I, we had just uh, today's Saturday on Thursday night, we got our entire team together for a happy hour to have uh, a, a couple of IPAs together <laughs> and just the fellowship and the friendship and, and, and that sense of belonging. Like I said, that I am with people that care about me and I'm getting Signals and experiences that that's actually the case. It's not just some leader saying, we care about our team, but they actually checked on me. They, they did a for, we did a, a lunch forum saying, you know, uh, the greatest thing I've learned from this crisis. And we had a chance to sort of share our stories and developing. I, I was with um, Kaiser Permanente Colorado, where they have a lunch forum with the Department of Neurology to say, how are they responding to, um, uh, to the crisis at hand? And, and how they're holding out, what are their best ideas. And it, it, if nothing else, like I said before, the, the fact that they're, they, they feel as though what they're experiencing now, they're not alone. Uh, so whether it be a forum, whether it be a dedicated let's meet for beers, or whether it be, uh, I'm gonna check on you individually via text, um, and not forgetting about things like birthdays. Um, uh, I always found that in healthcare, with healthcare teams, I always ask teams, do you guys celebrate each other's birthdays? Uh, is a very cro- powerful cross-correlation to organizational culture and how people uh, feel about one another. Um, so uh, those, those are things, and, and, and again, part of managing the crisis is about being adaptable. How can we maintain connectivity to each other to help and support fellowship in this context when it's really hard and we're never together again? Let's text. Let's get together. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's let's have a book club on survivorship, and and get together with a you know with a uh, on Thursday nights and and just read ahead and, and talk about it. I mean, it, it's that creativity that allows people to maintain that fellowship and even grow friendships uh, in the context of this craziness. And,
0: interesting discussion in chat regarding um, the, the team sports, performance uh, uh, arts extroversion, introversion, and likability. Um, Dr. Rupali Das, uh, would you like to ask your question regarding likability? I just read
2: uh, an article that came through the uh, Association for Physician Leadership that likability is a big predictor of um, how leaders are rated, not necessarily their effectiveness, but their ability to lead. a team. And they looked at uh, various factors of how leaders are rated. And they felt that uh, they. The conclusion was if they they were rated positive on one thing, they were rated positive on a lot of things, and the common factor was likability. So I'm wondering, what is likability? Um, how do you rate it? How do you, occult, uh, you know, develop it in an individual? And like someone said on the chat, is it really being part of a uh, charismatic leader? And is charisma necessarily a good thing? Because I think there's been a lot of um, Mm-hmm. charismatic leaders throughout history that have led us astray. So I you know I've said a lot of yeah, things here you... know that wonder... know
1: that those are great points. I think if you look under the hood of effective leaders, I think effective leaders uh, can be defined not only by, by uh, feedback from those that they lead, and, that, and there may be a cross-correlation with, with likability, but I also think that, that leadership effectiveness has to be quantitative as well. Um, I, I think that if somebody is highly likable but not able to drive measurable outcomes of improvement in their domain of influence, then that's like the clinician who's super nice, but a clinical hack, you know, you, you, have got to, I mean, it's, it's very important as a clinician to build trust and communicate effectively and facilitate patient participation and care and to use teach back and to, to care and convey confidence. But it's also, our ability to diagnose and manage disease. So, I so I think it's quantitative and qualitative feedback to have a comprehensive evaluation of a leader. But on that qualitative piece regarding uh, likability, um, I have found in my life, and I, you know, and this is this is a little bit biased based upon my experience in leadership development, that likability uh, is fueled by authenticity. Of uh, I am dedicated to the people that I serve. My role as a leader is to help you become your best. I realize that giving credit away, reducing authority gradients, coaching others, mentoring others, and giving gratitude to others is how people soar. And when people do those things, they go, man, I love that leader.
0: (laughs) If you have enjoyed this podcast, we'd like to invite you to explore more. You'll find our current library at WOMA at www.woema.org, and encourage you to subscribe to the WOMA podcast channel wherever you find your favorite podcast for podcast listening. You will be notified as new podcasts become available. Subjects could include the latest clinical update, emerging treatments in medicine or topics in public and environmental health. Stay tuned and don't miss out. And join us for WALK 2021 on September 29th to October 2nd in Phoenix, Arizona.